0: This is Two Guys, Five Movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasperi.
1: This is Frank Pelicone.
0: And this is The Quick Cage. Tonight, Frank, what movie are you going to talk about?
1: We're going to talk about the 2002 World War II uh, epic, maybe? Um, Wind Talkers.
0: Okay. I've have, I have heard this movie kind of discussed in infamy, I guess?
1: Disgust is the <laughs> correct term
0: yeah just like on Reddit and stuff like that over the years and um so yeah im I'm, I'm excited to hear about this movie because I've never seen it
1: yeah well, I hope you don't want to after we talk about it so
0: okay so tell me okay so
1: world war two what's what's happening so let me set the stage for wind talkers a little bit before we actually go into the plot of wind talkers, okay. So, this is 2002, so it's, what, three years after Saving Private Ryan. So, there's this huge glut of, like, World War II movies that come out between then. Plus, like, stuff like Band of Brothers, you know. So, you have, like... Sure. Um, I don't know. There's, like, Thin Red Line is the same year as that, and, like, Jacob the Liar, and... Um... I'm trying to think. U571, and... Captain Crowley's Mandolin, which is another cage movie, which we'll get to at some point. And bring myself to watch it this weekend. Enemy at the Gates, you know, so there's like this series yeah. of movies. But for the most part, a lot of it takes place in like the European side of the war. So John Wu, one of my favorite directors of the nineties, <clears throat> I guess was inspired to make this movie based on number one, the war in the Pacific. You know, so this is, like, the ground war in the Pacific, which there's not many movies from this time that kind of, like, focus on that. Sure. Um, I guess a little bit in the thin red line, but for the most part, like, you know, you're based over in Europe. Um, So that's interesting. And then focusing on uh, the Navajo Code Talkers, who were this group of Navajo, um, I don't know what you call them, the tribesmen, I guess, Navajo, whatever, Native Americans. who were recruited by the army to basically adapt the Navajo language to code, you know, to whatever, like basically as an unbreakable code against, you know, the Axis forces, Um, which is kind of an interesting story, you know, I mean, like I'm not super into world war two films anymore, but I was kind of intrigued by that angle. That is something I didn't really know anything about. Mm -hmm. So you've got John Woo, you've got a war movie, you've got this interesting angle, you've got like the beauty of whatever the South, or the pacific ocean so you would think
0: yeah that sounds good so far
1: right like you would think it would be awesome but then like it's not (laughs) um so the movie follows so first of all for being a movie about you know these people these navajo who are whatever like we're instrumental in helping to maintain like america's wartime secrets basically through like this this code The movie centers on Nicolas Cage, who plays a Marine captain who's injured when his whole entire platoon is decimated because they hold this point where he could have retreated because it was kind of a meaningless, like, area that he was told to, like, hold the line or whatever. But he decided to go through because he's a Marine, and that's what Marines do. So his whole troop is killed, and he's injured to the, you know, where he's, like, his eardrum is punctured, and he can barely hear. Um. So fast forward, he's in the hospital recovering. Um, this nurse is in love with him for no apparent reason and kinda like helps him to trick the army doctors into thinking his his hearing is okay.
0: Is the I mean, is the nurse played by somebody famous?
1: Uh yeah, I can't remember who though. Okay. Um,
0: is she blonde?
1: No. Uh uh-uh. Okay. Hmm. She actually is just kinda I mean they don't really, really like sexy or up or anything because it's obviously like supposed to be a serious, you know, dramatic piece. Um, gotcha. Francis O'Connor, I just looked her up. I guess the two that is. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so he gets out. He rejoins the Marines and they send him on this mission where him and Christian Slater are going to protect these two Navajo code talkers out in the front. So they have to go with them, they have to watch their backs and make sure nothing happens to them because of how valuable they are for these, like, code breakings, or these, like, whatever, the code skills. Um, so there's racists who don't like the Navajo, and who basically compare the Navajo unfavorably to the Japanese, that you're basically the same thing. Um uh, One racist, uh, Noah Emmerich, plays, like, the number one racist in particular. Um, you know super like hurtful and hateful and like beats the shit out of one of the Navajo at one point pretending that he thought that he was like Japanese or whatever anyway terrible but the Navajo guys eventually like prove their worth and show how valuable they are and of course they're breaking down the barriers of race and people start to really like them and then they're instrumental in this one victory and in the end um Nicholas Cage dies, like honoring them because of course like it has to be about Nicolas Cage more than like the code talkers. Sure. And yeah, and that's it. It's gotta
0: be about the and, white man. Right. Yeah,
1: he never gets back to his woman who's like so there's this constant like um narrative device where it's almost like Ken Burns Civil War where like her letters are being read in her voice over like things that are happening on the screen. I'm already which is basically him not responding to her letters because he's a sad asshole, more or less, um, and can't like ad- admit his feelings or whatever. Uh, so that's pretty lame. I'm already cringing
0: uh, thinking about that. Yeah. Now,
1: here's the worst part of the movie. It looks like shit. Hmm. Like every action sequence looks like it was directed. I don't know. By I not mean, not John Woo television directors have done better jobs filming combat like the opening scene looks like it was filmed on a backlot in Hollywood that was like 100 yards by 100 yards like it's just very slowly moving through the same like pieces of foliage i don't i, I can't even explain it like there's so many scenes of like these japanese guys like running over a hill and getting shot by american gis and going like, ah, and then dying. And it's just, it's it's super embarrassing. And it's not fun, Nicolas Cage, because there's no, um, there's no joy in his character. Like, he's a joyless man who just, I guess, has, like, a death wish. Like, he just wants to go back to the front and, like, fight and die. But there's really no reason given for that. He just is kind of a dick. Like, the, his basic backstory is that he was a juvenile delinquent who joined the joined the Marines and now just likes killing people and being, like, a soldier. So it's not even like he's super noble or super patriotic. It's just kind of like he's good at this thing, and it makes him not a criminal. So, like, fine. Like, that's just what he does. Um, I don't like know, man. Heroic it's just, yeah. I mean, Christian Slater's just Christian Slater. But, like, the cast itself, you know, it's got... um it has a lot of people in it. Yeah, Peter Stormare and Noah Emmerich and Mark Ruffalo and, you know, Cage and Slater. And, like, you would think that that would be... Yeah, Adam
0: Beach is in it, I see. Um, right. Roger Willie's a Native American actor who's well-known yeah. and is good in things. Peter Stormare. Yeah, he's in it. He's... Noah Emmerich's in it. Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Brian Van Holt who nobody, right. kn- nobody knows, but, like, you and I, I think, Brian Van Holt. So,
1: I. I mean, it's, it's, it's a yeah. it's big cast, and it's... Yeah. So I think that, like, a lot of people were attracted to the idea that here's this... Because remember, like, this is Nicolas Cage, like, sort of still at his kind of peak, where, like, every movie he's in is kind of a success. Mm-hmm. And it's John Woo, who most people, like, I think, liked working with. I mean, he had made... On, again, like a number of pretty successful movies with like Broken Arrow and Face Off, and you know, I mean, he was
0: and like work with fan. and work with Cage on Face Off, so yeah.
1: Well, that's why I think that Cage got the role, honestly. Right. Yeah, um, and it's World War Two, which is like still kind of a like a pretty reliable, you know. Anyway, there's so many things that could go well with the movie, but then nothing does, and like right. it's just so bad, and it's not even. Like, I, like, you're gonna ask me, like, Cage performance scale, but it's not even like he's Nicolas Cage. He's just, I don't know. I guess it's him, like, trying to invest a lot in, like, the portrayal of the character and, like, give it some gravitas, and it's fine, I suppose, but, like, the dialogue's so bad, and all the, like, set pieces are bad, and the narrative's bad, and apparently super like historically inaccurate too in a lot of ways mm. i mean do you know the scene in stargate where the one like troglodyte has the helmet on and then he gets blown up and the helmet ro- rolls slowly like in slow motion down the ramp yes they i do up, like, yeah. the pyramid, which i always reference as being to me like the most ridiculous scene in science fiction that's this movie is that scene but stretched out over two hours and six minutes hmm. So, yeah, so there's that's windtalkers.
0: And so now have, I'm so superst- out of ten, what is
1: what is what is what is the what do you give this movie? Oh, it's like a three. Okay. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you enjoyed Pearl Harbor, then maybe you <clears throat> lack the capacity to enjoy films, and you might like this one. So there's my um,
0: going going hard at uh, Pearl Harbor.
1: Pearl Harbor is a is one of the Pearl Harbor is worse than this movie.
0: I have not seen Pearl Harbor, but I've seen parts of Pearl Harbor on
1: whatever I had at the time, HBO or something probably, and it's real bad. Back in like 2003, somebody bought me Pearl Harbor as a gift on DVD, and they bought me the special edition of Pearl Harbor. hmm. So I had to watch that shit so I could like tell them how much I appreciated the gift. And let me tell you, that movie is fucking painful.
0: (laughs) I'm assuming this is someone that would never listen to this podcast.
1: <clears throat> uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it's like an it's like a like a three hour long Aerosmith video, basically. Right. Like, what's right. that? I don't want to miss the thing. Like, imagine that stretched into three hours with like biplanes and whatever the Japanese kamikaze planes were called, zeros, right, or something like that. Actually, I,
0: I don't know that piece of trivia.
1: I don't know. But Windtalkers is bad, and Windtalkers is definitely not worth anyone's time. Uh, I can't remember where I saw it for free. It's not free for real on Prime. It's free on like one of my services. Right.
0: It's free on... Remember.
1: Free on the Frankscription. Yeah. Free for Frank. Right. Um, so... Captain Crowley's Mandolin will be my next watch, I think. Ooh. Yeah, I, I got to get it? him out of the way. That,
0: and that is also World War II, you said?
1: So that's World War Two, I believe, set in Italy and only a year before. So he basically hmm. was just going to, like, nice locations and filming. More- <laughs> oh, and it's so racist, too. Like, the portrayal of the Japanese. So I watched um, Swiss Family Robinson uh, recently okay and they have chinese pirates in that movie Mm -hmm. and it's like super racist but it was 1960 something you know like not that that's an excuse but it's like that was okay or like accepted back then like this is 2002 and i swear to god the japanese like enemy is just as like racist right and they're just there as fodder to be like slaughtered by the americans
0: yeah that's uh that's interesting i mean I no yeah I, I guess i'm not shocked it seems I like, like- I th- it seems like uh, racism against asians has persisted longer than some other in film anyway i mean um <clears throat> obviously yeah but um it always seems like there's still like uh like, there's a lot of easy jokes at uh asian people's expenses with, de- despite like whatever culture japanese chinese like
1: and like John Woo, man, like you would think that he would be sure good at directing like war and combat. And man, he's not. Like it's I would also no think you would.
0: I would also. I thought you were going to say about the the racism. I would think he would also be good at um or at least sensitive enough to maybe not have like. Oh no! I think that it.
1: I think that I'm. I, maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs> like. In what I've seen from film from that era or from like post-World War II, I think the Japanese or the Chinese were super, super prejudiced against the Japanese. Because the Japanese invaded mainland China and had like concentration camps and like, what is that? The Sino China War or whatever they call it, like Mm -hmm. that part of World War II. But like, there's a, what is the name of that movie? The Human Condition, I think, is what it's called. It's like a six-hour-long movie um, that's about that. That's about, like, the <clears throat> Japanese coming in and, like, basically enslaving, like, the Chinese villagers that were living, you know. Yeah. Like, where they where they had invaded.
0: Yeah, I'm not somebody who knows a lot about ancient history at all, but uh, I've always found it fascinating how much um, discrimination and racism and prejudice there is among different um, – ethnicities um on that side of the world. Like I know like a Japanese like really are racist against Koreans and stuff like that. And uh yeah, it's probably my white perspective that makes me just think that um it's probably something wrong with me, but it it's just always surprises me like um that there's that kind of discrimination.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't know if that persisted into like the early two thousands, but I just felt like yeah. like John Wu made you know, there's more of an attempt in like Schindler's list to humanize the Nazis. Than there is in this, to like they're, they're props. It's not even racist in the sense that, like,
0: the depiction. It's more yeah. just the way they're used.
1: Yeah, it's not like it's not like *Lethal Weapon* three, like Asian racism. It's like right. right. Yeah, just like they're non entities, but you know they're all I don't. Know. Anyway, there's it's not worth.
0: Okay, it. all hard. right. So we're going to do. So next week's going to be his other World War Two movie.
1: Maybe I gotta see if I can bring myself to watch it because <laughs> does, does I I I was actually thinking about like watching Valley Girl because I haven't seen it in a long time and I kind of want to see it. Um, mm-hmm. so I may watch Valley Girl instead because that's free somewhere.
0: Free okay. for me, right? Yeah. So uh, would Captain. What is it? Captain, I always Captain
1: forget. Corelli's Mandolin. Corelli's
0: Mandolin. I want to say Morelli's Mandolin. But um, Captain Corelli's Mandolin, is that like a two, f- like if this is like a collector series, is that, a, is, that, is that two out of two for his World War II movies? Or are there other World War II movies from Nick
1: Cage? Do you know? Uh, Nick Cage World War Two movies? Mm-hmm. Um, is that it, you hmm. think? I feel like I'm missing one. Hmm. Uh, it might, it might just be those two. Okay. He made them so close to each other. I don't know. Maybe he was just burned out on it after that. Maybe. Yeah. I. Yeah. There's, there's nothing else I'm looking. God, so many movies. <laughs>
0: yep. And we're on, oh, I forget now. 18, I think. Is that right? I think
1: so. He's in a movie called USS Indianapolis Men of Courage, which, boy, let me tell you, can't wait to watch that. Um, So maybe that might be like World War II. Probably not. Anyway, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, We are on uh, 17. Quick Cage 17. So you've done 17. This is your 17th Nick Cage movie, Frank, that you talked about.
1: Only ninety to go.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's a it's a limited time series.
1: <laughs> yeah, Crowley's Mandolin is definitely World War II.
0: Okay. Hmm. Well, yeah, if you can bring yourself to do it, it would it would work pretty well. it
1: would be a nice, be a nice booking. Listen to this cast. <sighs> Here's the cast for Captain Crowley's Mandolin. It's Nick Cage, Penelope Cruz, John Hurt, Christian Bale, David Morrissey, and Irene Pappas. Like, there's another fucking... Man, that dude was gold in the early 2000s. Hmm.
0: Okay, so you... um. Any final thoughts on this other than don't watch it?
1: No, yeah, don't watch it. That's it.
0: Okay. Um so I have a question for you. Um okay. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. A colleague of mine's daughter is 12 years old and is into horror. Okay. No nudity, like or sorry, not even no nudity. No sex. Is a, is a stipulation. Nothing okay. too gory. Okay.
1: Nothing
0: nothing that's not going to like make her like not want to go to sleep. Um Right, right. And considering you, I think, at some point, started showing Frankie, like your son, like um, movies at some point and kind of like slowly kind of like worked him into like more and more, I was thinking maybe you'd have some ideas for movies of that age with those stipulations.
1: Yeah, so my first suggestion is um, Lady in White, I think is a really good one to start with. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a good, we've talked about that like a long time ago, but Right. Good 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 ghost movie, you know. It's um it's scary without being like too over the top and no blood, no gore, just mostly like it's more of a mystery, but it's got that horror element to it. Um uh Something Wicked This Way Comes, which we've also talked about, I think is probably maybe a little too boring, but I think it's a decent, like child oriented uh, you know, horror movie. And Mr. Boogity too, like staying with the Disney stuff. Mr. is pretty scary. Um, but still kind of skews like towards that like teen, like preteen, right? Um, there's that um, what is it called? Don't be afraid of the dark, or whatever, or the one that um, Guillermo del Toro remade like ten yes. years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that movie's decent. And again, that's one that's like not like bloody or
0: with the little um, fairies, right? Yeah, and Katie Holmes in it. Yeah mm-hmm um okay so i'm gonna throw you a curveball real quick okay here are things that she's seen right okay in the tall grass all right slender man no oh, really okay quiet place um okay. horror story like that horror story series uh the new Carrie. um Firestarter, stranger things um Midnight Man? I don't know that at all. So those are the kind of things that she's seen so far. Um, and they've been okay.
1: Like, so The Ring, then, maybe? Okay. The American remake would probably right. would be a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that would be too scary for her, because it's pretty like intense at times. Sure. Um... Uh, because like, I was exposed to like some terrible stuff when I was a kid. So
0: I've been thinking um, about this because since so many of those were on Netflix. I was kind of going through what I've been watching on Netflix recently and what you've told me over the past couple of years to watch on Netflix. And it's like, yeah. what about the Black Coat's daughter?
1: Uh, you think that's too much? How old is she? 12. I don't know if it's too much. As it might just be too inscrutable for a 12-year-old. Hmm. Like, I don't know that it's I like mean, too... Hmm. Too scary, but I think that it might just be too like, you know I mean, what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, would they care? I guess. I sure.
0: Know. I mean, she's pretty mature. I mean, <clears throat> um, for that age, but yeah, I don't know. It, I, so I, we're I, looking I,
1: for like, like Netflix recommendations. Um, not ones?
0: not necessarily, but I was kind of like starting there since all since those ones that were listed were on
1: Netflix, but. <clears throat> Um what about the witch? That's got some pretty intense nudity towards the end of it.
0: Yeah, I don't think that um that's a concern so much as just like the actual
1: like sex. I don't know there's a bird breastfeeding on a woman, like that's kind of gross.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess that maybe like really upsetting and possibly permanent scarring nudity is is cool. Um, yeah,
0: see, this is why I don't have a child, and I I didn't know there were parents guides until like three hours ago, like on the oh, internet. On Indib? Yeah, like on Indib, or then there's other independent ones. It looks like too, but yeah, like I didn't know that there were like guides like that, like um, that existed. I was like, I wonder if these things exist because I have no idea about anything like that, and it was like, oh yeah, I guess obviously they do. They they're everywhere. <clears throat> Um, but I don't have to deal with children, so I don't. I didn't know that existed. <clears throat> Should have known.
1: That one, uh, what's it called? Under the Veil or whatever. The um, Iranian one. That one's that one's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. scary, and there's yep. no like nothing like terrible in it.
0: Even though um, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, what about Pretty Young Thing? Um, think what is that?
1: Oh, Pretty, pretty Young, pretty, young pretty, Thing. Yeah, pretty, the Osgood Perkins bad. movie. Um, again, I think that might be, like, a little a little yeah. boring. Right. Right. I mean, that's more about, like, I don't know. I feel like that's more about you as, like, something that appeals to you as an adult, and maybe not you as an adult, obviously, but, like, other oh, adults. I liked
0: it for a half hour, yeah.
1: <clears throat> um, Sinister would it probably not be too bad. I mean, there's not a lot yeah. of, like, like that's pretty easily. Not a available. lot of violence,
0: yeah. And it like, well, there is, but it's it's
1: not gory. A lot of implied violence. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hmm. What did she think of like in the tall grass and stuff? Did she like all these I, I I
0: I don't know. I'm assuming. I, I asked why she liked horror and the um. She's fascinated by the idea that she can mix plot with fear. So, it's like she actually likes the idea of kind of being,
1: I guess, scared. Like, Yeah. I mean, I think, like, out of all the ones that I said, I think the ring is probably the best starting point. Because I think it's a... Yeah. I think it's yeah. a decent enough plot where it's... um, Under the Shadow, not Under the Veil. Uh, it's a decent enough plot where, um, you know, it can draw you in, but it's not like... Overly super complicated, but it's not dumb either, and it's fun and scary.
0: Yeah, it's a shame it's so young, because there's actually, like, even better options, or I guess it's not young, but it's like, there's so many better options, it seems to me, like, in a lot of foreign movies for that age, almost.
1: Right. As, as disturbing would- as
0: is Dark Waters is, um, would be a really good pick, I think.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, you talk. you're talking if, about if, the one that you watched recently?
0: No, 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 the, uh, the, the, the Japanese the one. The Asian one? Yeah.
1: With the girl that drowned in the... Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah. There's um Creep. I wonder if she would like that. Oh, that seems... I don't yeah, know. I mean, that's, like, pretty thought-provoking, but there's nothing really... Aside from, like, the very, very end, like, there's not even any real violence or anything.
0: There's not... I don't know about serial killers. That feels weird to me. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean, I was watching that kind of shit.
0: Oh, right. That's why well, another reason why I'm have, uh, have such a hard time with it is because, like, I watch this stuff. Well, I've been watching it since I was so young that it's like I see it now, and I'm so disaffected and conditioned to it that it's like I was. I actually, I, I looked up. Um. Uh. What was I talking about? Or the Blackman's, Black Coat's daughter, and um, and like saw it on that Parents' guy, and it was like. Yeah, there's like somebody like being like you know stabbed in their abdomen and back until they die, and then there's like somebody's getting their throat slid, and I was like, oh, really? That happened? Like, yeah. Like I like the violence doesn't affect me like at all. Like it's like I don't even remember it happening, which is probably not a great thing. But you know.
1: well, honestly, um, Candyman would be pretty good too, but. And there's not, like, really nudity in I mean, it's just, like, her boobs at one point. Yeah, um, yeah it is
0: I don't think nudity's an issue. It's more, more, like, sex, I think, at that age.
1: Well, there's no sex in it. Right, yeah. And yeah. that movie's pretty scary, and it's, um... It is. I mean, it's a really good movie. Sure. Yeah. Uh... I yeah, think that's probably yeah. a good starter list. Yeah, it,
0: I think it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool.
1: And all that stuff is available for free on Netflix because I'm scrolling through Netflix as I'm looking at these movies,
0: right? Yep. So now oh, the ring is too.
1: Yeah, I didn't know okay. that, but it is.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, it's too bad that that. Um, I don't know. Maybe that would be too much. The what is it called? We're still here, or whatever. Um, the one that I made you watch about the couple that moves into like oh yeah, yeah uh-huh yeah uh-huh. that movie's really good
0: yeah have you um just quickly as as we're and we'll wrap up here but uh it comes at night have you watched that yet i've
1: been putting it off because i've heard mixed things yeah and i, was, I don't really like have any interest in it necessarily like it doesn't feel like an appealing story to me yeah um
0: um, I'm go- I'm going to go ahead and watch it, um, this week just because, um, kind of more because of, uh, upcoming list, um, mm. I want to watch it like just to see, um, yeah. but, uh, uh, but yeah, oh, so I've been, too. yeah, and I, 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 I'm in the middle of one of, um, one of the other directors on an upcoming list, um. He has a couple movies up on Netflix and that I hadn't seen yet, and I watched one of them last night, and I'm in the middle of another one now.
1: Which director? Uh, uh, Flanagan. Flanagan. Yeah.
0: Flanagan. Like, mm. the, the, the go-to Netflix horror director, Mike Flanagan. Right.
1: <laughs> Did I give you a movie to watch Yes. guess?
0: No. Uh, yeah. We got one coming up this week, Frank. Well,
1: I don't know what that man's directed. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I do know now. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I've seen, like, all of his movies, too.
0: I know, yeah. Well,
1: except for I haven't seen Ouija, Ouija, yeah, Origin of right. Evil or whatever. Right, I haven't yeah. that, But All the other ones I've seen.
0: Yeah, I, I saw it. After I watched this, I think I'll have seen all of those in the TV show. And then, except for that one in Oculus, I think. I haven't seen
1: Oculus is free somewhere. Frank. Oculus was fine free for frank or um no, no no i think free for real oh okay i don't know where
0: right i'll look it up i'll we'll see i'm curious okay now. all right awesome well that's um that's a successful challenge all right i'll go ahead and
1: yeah the karen karen gillen right I, yeah. I, i'll give it good
0: yeah. I I remember you, you you mentioned that like when we did the um current exciting filmmakers podcast. Right. You talked about Oculus a little bit.
1: It's been a long time since I've seen it. I think I own it on D V D somewhere too. Hmm. So it's free for Frank on multiple <laughs> multiple formats. Right. Right.
0: But also free for real
1: supposedly. I believe so. I think it's on Prime or Shutter okay. or something. Okay. It pops up for me like every day that I'm scrolling through movies, so it's gotta be somewhere.
0: Right. okay cool all right so, all right okay well um we'll keep it a mystery for next week uh see see what your uh constitution is like and whether you can hack another world war ii nick
1: cage movie right or we'll just be valley girl
0: okay all right sounds good all right all thanks right. for listening everybody yep. have a good night. good night be safe